0: Hi, this is Joseph Armstrong, and welcome to Strangely Warm Hearts. I'll do my best to explain a little bit more about what that means as we go, but I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. So again, Joseph Armstrong, live in Melissa, Texas, married to my wonderful wife, Julie, uh, with twins, boy-girl twins, who just turned eight this week, and I'm new to the podcast game, so thanks for having me. Um, I'm here because I just have something to say I never never expected to record a podcast never was really anything I aspired to do but I have things inside that I want to share and they keep building up and I've got to put them somewhere so here we are Um, so thank you for being here thank you for helping me let it out by listening Uh, And if you end up liking what you hear, of course, please share with your friends uh, if you feel they could benefit. But I'm really glad to be here. I just want to tell you a little bit about what this will look like. So uh, I told you Strangely Warm Hearts. Where does that come from? Uh, So it actually comes from John Wesley, who was the founder of the Methodist Church. Uh, It's a recount of his experience in Aldersgate, London one night. When he was at a church service and recorded that he felt his heart strangely warmed, um, that he could feel the divine, could feel the divine presence. And so uh, in a way, that's what we're after here. We, I, I believe that we have access to that and can experience it and uh, want to try and share my experiences with you. Now, John had a brother named Charles. So John was the preacher And the circuit rider, Uh, Charles, was the music man. He wrote the hymns in the early Methodist movement, Uh, a lot of hymns that the Methodist Church still uses today. And so uh, we're going to talk a lot about music. Uh, Music has such a powerful presence in our lives. Um, I think all of us would say that there are songs that could make us cry, uh, could make us dance. Uh, They bring up memories of our wedding or our first crush or the day of our friend's funeral, uh, or our night in college. Um, I like to say, my wife and I talk a lot about that we have differences in music taste. She likes the beat. She loves to dance. She's shared that with my daughter. My daughter loves to do that. I'm a lyrics guy, so when I I hear a song, I want to dig in. I was the guy who, back in CD days, uh, that's compact disc for the kids out there, uh, back in those days, I would pull the lyrics out, and as I was listening to the music, I would go through and follow along because I found depth and meaning, and that a lot of times it unearthed truth. Um, and not always, you know. Sometimes artists, just like the rest of us, uh, can get misguided. Maybe it's not truth, but it's still something you can look at and see their passion and and go, where are they coming from, and and wonder what they're doing there. So that's I chose music as as. A venue as a a medium uh, for this podcast that I want to share some thoughts with you about. Um, During each podcast, I'll pull out a song. Uh, They won't be the same genre. I'm not a guy that sticks to one or the other and and probably somewhere along the way we'll take some suggestions, but I'll pull out a song and we'll walk through it together. Uh, We'll listen to it. I'll tell you what I think the artist is trying to say, how it strikes me. Um, And then ultimately going back to what it says about our life, uh, what it says about who we're created to be, about the divine, um, about this crazy world we live in, um, ultimately tell you how it's strangely warming my heart like it might have done with John Wesley so long ago. so, if we don't have anything else, I think we'll dive in. Just disclaimer, I know as I go through this, not not every interpretation I have of every song is going to match up exactly with your interpretation of that song. That's okay. Uh, that's part of the beauty and diversity of life is that we get to share these things and talk about these things. And I hope that if you do have a different opinion, you'll reach out and we can talk about it. Because ultimately, again, a podcast is never the medium I thought I would share. I love conversations, so... Would love to continue that as we go along. So we're going to kick off this first episode uh, in this journey that I hope we go on together with the song, The Sound of Silence. Uh, For some of you purists just warning you, you might be upset with me, but hang with me. You'll forgive me. I'm going to respectfully bypass Simon and Garfunkel, the original artists, and we're going to go straight to the more modern recording of this classic done by the band Disturbed. Uh, So here we go. May you have eyes to see and ears to hear what this has for you. So right off the bat, the intro, uh, what do we know? He definitely lets us know this is going to be serious. Um, I think that's actually one of the reasons I like this more than the original. It feels weighty feels meaningful, like something's going to come. So let's keep listening.
1: Hello darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Because a vision softly creeping Left its scenes while I was sleeping
0: The so first verse, uh, pretty easy on this one, dipping the toe in, basically tells us he had a vision, he had a dream, uh, something that was planted in his head. He's, he's setting us up for a story. So what's that story going to be? Uh, let's find out.
1: In restless dreams I walked alone, in narrow streets of cobblestone. The halo of a hasty I turned my color to the cold and damp When my eyes were stand By the flash of a neon light That split the night
0: And touched the sound of silence So still, he's just setting us up here. Um, again, we can feel how weighty, serious, meaningful this is. Um, he starts to talk about, in his dream, he, uh, he's walking through a street, down a narrow, cold, damp street. Um, and then all of a sudden, a flash of light. He sees something. Uh, let's find out what that is. So he dives in with both feet. So close your eyes for a second if you can. If you're driving, please don't do that. But imagine if you can't close your eyes, uh, looking at the entire world all at once. So like picture that NASA image, astronauts in space, you're seeing the whole world, but somehow with the ability simultaneously to see what everybody's doing, to kind of take a look at what's going on in the world, household by household. That's what I'm imagining here when he says he sees 10,000 people. Um, Really, I think he's saying he sees all of humanity. And what does he see? He tells us he sees people talking without speaking, people hearing without listening, people writing songs that voices never share. So a question, have you ever seen someone talk without speaking? I bet if you're married... You have. Guys, how many times have you known what was up or that something might be up without your wife saying a word? And vice versa for the ladies. Uh, and hearing without listening. So, along the same lines, um, even though we might not audibly hear somebody say something, um, we can quote unquote hear that something is up, that something's going on. Um, But he gets into this, this conundrum Um, at the end of the day, no one dared, although they had these things to say that they they wanted to hear, they wanted to listen, they had songs they wanted to write. But at the end of the day, nobody dared to disturb this sound of silence. Um, What a crushing parallel this was to me about our society today, um, where we speak and we hear on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, But when we ask our friends how they're doing or somebody asks us how we're doing, the the typical answer is fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Um, You know, or the American favorite, oh, just been busy. You know, everything's great. Just been busy. But there's a deep-seated silence that we keep. um, Only letting others see the parts of us that we think they will like, or that they might praise us for, or that society deems quote-unquote acceptable. Uh, we only speak up in groups or with friends that we, we feel our thoughts will be echoed back to us um, by like-minded peers. And so where does that come from? I want to talk a little about that today. Where does that, where does that silence that we feel slave to come from? Um, I hope you're, hope you resonate with this a little bit. I think it comes from our ego. Uh, we build up an ego, which is a good and a bad thing. Um, you know, I've had this discussion with many people over many different conversations, and ego is not always bad. You know, ego is what helps protect us at our caveman level, but uh, we, when we use that to begin to protect self-identity or to form identity and who we are and what we are. Um, It only allows us to go so far, it kind of hamstrings us, Um, which is just so unfortunate because I believe most people like me, I told you early on in this podcast that I really never thought about doing a podcast, that this was not something I said, hey, I want to be the next YouTube star or the next, you know, Joe Rogan show, but I just had something to say and eventually I had to figure out a way to get that out. I think most people are that way. I think you have something to say. I think your friends have something to say, Um, whether that's good or bad. We all have good and bad days, um, but we have something to say. And actually, by not saying those things, I believe we're cutting off our ability to grow, to live, to be who we're designed to be as human beings. So let's listen to what he has to say about the dangers of that. Strong lyrics. So here he is lamenting. I just learned what that word meant this week. Uh, I'd heard it and kind of—it's one of those words that you—you kind of know in your bones what it means, but you can't really say it out loud. So heard somebody say it out loud, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Uh, lamenting is like a, a deep expression of grief or sorrow, and so that's what he's got here. Um, He's yelling out to these 10,000 people. He sees this humanity uh, saying fools, you know, this isn't this, this silence thing. It isn't a switch you turn on and off. Um, it's more like a cancer. Once you get it, it multiplies. Um, and if you don't do anything about it, it multiplies even more. And isn't it that way with our lives? Um we can't really ever sit still, can we? We're, we're going one direction or the other. We're dynamic. We're living. Um, we're alive. We're human beings. And not not just our body, but our souls. Um, there's an ancient text that says it this way. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, He prunes to make fruit it bear more fruit. So if you picture us as humans, like this image of a vine connected to a branch, um, we're, we're constantly going one way or the other. It might be in micro form. It might be a little step. It might be a major step. Um, but we're either growing or we're regressing. And we're either becoming more healthy or we're letting this quote-unquote cancer in this case uh, the cancer of our ego-induced silence overtake us. Um, and so he laments. He, he has grief. He says his words fall on the people like, wait for it, silent raindrops falling and echoing in a well. What lyrics. Uh, kudos to the original writer for sure. What an artist. Let's keep listening. And the people bowing Ooh, again, so much to unpack in that last verse. I'm gonna actually read some of the lyrics because I know, uh, you know, I mentioned in my intro that uh, my wife and I are different, and that she listens to the music, listens to the beat, really gets wrapped up in that, and I get wrapped up in the lyrics. So I'm naturally drawn to that piece, and always listening for those words. And I don't wanna, I don't wanna preclude that everybody is that way, but I want you to catch the depth of this. So. Um, The people bowed and prayed to the neon gods they'd made. Uh, My mind goes straight towards uh, our attempt uh, in this ego-induced silence to fill that dissatisfaction. And what do we fill it with? We fill it with these neon gods we've made, material things. Um, Insert whatever vice you want there, but we we try to fill that void. Um, But then there's this sign that flashes out its warning. Uh, saying the words of the prophets, uh, which if you don't know that word, prophets, are uh, that's a term for, it's a biblical, biblical term. It's a term for people who God spoke through back in the Old Testament. So when God had a message to bring, he would speak through the prophets. And so um, he says the words of the prophets are written on the subway walls and the tenement halls. So tenement halls was another definition I had to look up I uh, didn't know what that one was turns out it is the the hallways or the common areas of like uh, basically the definition I read essentially like government housing like maybe larger context back up 10,000 feet is like apartment like you know shared residence but it gave a specificity to low-income housing, those common areas um, of those locations. And so he says the message of the prophets. So again, back to the divine, what is it doing in our life? Um, Those messages are written uh, on the subway walls and the tenement halls. So it's in these places we travel. It's in this common space that we share um, that that these messages are written. Um, And these messages are about the danger of the silence. So we're talking about this sound of silence, this cancer that grows and these messages are written in these common areas. And so, um, we see that all the time. You might see that in the news when you see a artist that you adored, who maybe has taken their own life. Um, or you might see that in your common space when you're hanging out with friends and, you're hanging out with another married couple and something's going on with them, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Um, Or maybe you're that person. Maybe you're hanging out with your friends and on the inside you're screaming out, but uh, you're writing it in subtle ways in those common areas. Maybe today this podcast could be one for you. Maybe we could be writing together on the subway walls and the tenement halls. Um, But I want to give you something to take with you. And this, this will be something I do each time. I want to always um, talk about how this relates to our depth of life and who we are as humans. Um, So if you've got something, to me the message of this is if you've got something welling up inside of you, say it. Um, I can't say that enough. Say it, say it, say it, no matter the message. Say it to friends, say it to family, say it to Facebook, um, say it to Twitter, shoot me a message, say it to me, but whatever it is, say it. Um, Because saying it puts it into existence. Saying it is what actually gets the wheels turning on whatever you need to happen, on whatever you need to get out of that, whether that's healing or life change uh, or relationship change or, hey, I need help, I'm confused, or... I feel like my life's not going anywhere. Saying something, um, breaking that sound of silence is what gets those wheels turning. So whatever's on your heart, I would encourage you to find a way to say it out loud. Uh, Don't let your fear or your ego stop you. Uh, You know, just like me doing this podcast and, and all the emotions you go through when you try to put out something and share something with other people. Um there's a fear to that there's an there's an ego side of that that says what if people don't like that what if they don't resonate with it what if it doesn't make sense to them that's okay it's still your story it's still your truth and and that's where I am I uh I feel like I encounter truth I feel like um I have things to say and finally I decided that the fear wasn't enough to stop me from doing that so I have a friend this week who on Facebook uh, posted our ego and the best version of ourself can never cohabitate. I'll say that again. Our ego and the best version of ourself can never cohabitate. Uh, I would give him credit for that, but I'm going to make him listen to this and call me out on it first so I can have at least one listener. So i uh, going to make him reach out to me and let me know. But I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, If you um, have questions, if you have a song you'd like to share, something on your heart you want to share that you think we should talk about, take on um, as a part of this podcast, then I'd love to hear from you. Love to know. Uh, Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Today's episode was written and narrated by Joseph Armstrong. Produced and co-produced by Matthew Dwight and Joseph Armstrong.